You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am so excited I don't even know what to do with myself. Like I can't even think about it too much because I'm just waiting for this for I know. a long time. I know, I just get really wound up about it and then I start thinking about it and then I'm like, oh no, I have to do this work beforehand. I can't get too excited for myself, but then at the same time it's gonna be like a childhood icon that I'm gonna see on stage and for I don't the know first how it's, and I don't know what it's even gonna be like. I've never seen him in person before. I'm I'm freaking out. I can't tell. You seem totally normal. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm freaking out. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, we have a lot of stuff to get to today, but I want to say this right off the bat. Number one. It's Weird Al Day. It's Weird Al Day. And no, we're not having him on the show that we know of yet. Uh, and I don't... I'm not saying we're never not having him on the show, but I'm saying, like, as of right now, we're not having him on the show, but the day isn't done. Right. And I am persistent. Yes. So we will see what happens. We'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, uh, Weird Al Yankovic is here in town, and uh, he is going He's to be He's probably, like, roaming tonight. the streets of Portland right now. Yeah, prob- yeah, he is. He He's might here be like, somewhere. He might be within like a 10-block radius. He could be right around our building right now. He we could be like know. walking down the street outside and we just don't know it. Like yes. he could be right in front. Yes. All like, of those things. Like if you accidentally forgot something in your car and like you, if you had to run down there and like grab Should something I go look? really quick. Do I need to go look? Is this a surprise? Think... Are you going to surprise me and I'm going to no, run down to my I truck? No, I wish. No, I wish. And Weird Al's going to be outside of my truck? Are you kidding me? No, I would be spazzing. I wouldn't be able to keep oh. that a secret. Oh. Because I'm a fan of Weird Al, too. I know that you're the ultimate fan. Well, no, I'm not I saying that. Be, I know. He didn't, like, sh- like well, I mean, he shaped my childhood in a way, but I mean, like, I know that you are, you've loved everything that he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Gr- I'll, okay, before we get into that, uh, don't forget to go do all your shopping at funemploymentradio.com by clicking on the Amazon link. Yes. It makes a big Big difference for us, and we really do appreciate well, it. Even thanks to Rick, uh, who spent a who who bought a bunch of presents on there for his friends and family. Oh, excellent! By going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon that is, link. Thank you. That Rick. is lovely, and thank you to Tim from Colorado, I believe, who also uh, recently purchased Tim from some Colorado on uh, by doing that. But yeah, even the tiniest thing, it makes a big difference. Click, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link right there, and that uh, helps us out tremendously. Mm. Okay, uh, no, so so uh, yeah, I mean, growing up. Like Weird Al, I don't remember when I first discovered Weird Al. Who, I, I don't remember which tape it was. It's just always been. Um, He's always existed. Like I, I can't remember the first time. I think it was probably uh, I'm fat. Like oh yeah okay that's see that's later that's a that's later later yeah. What's, okay what are the earlier ones Well I mean I know the ones like that I listened to yeah there was UHF I mean the ones that I listened to the most were the original like his original album Weird Al. Uh, there to be stupid, even worse. Poker party, um, in 3D. That was a great one. UHF. Uh, those were the ones that was kind of like my. So what was up. like? I, I want to know which one is like an. What's an early? What would you call an early like Weird Al song? Um, I love Rocky Road. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like that's some of the or, my my baloney. I think I was too busy listening to like New Kids on the Block and Wilson Phillips and stuff too. Uh, like, yeah, I mean this was like mid eighties. Yeah, er, yeah, early maybe mid eighties. Um, yeah, and another one rides the bus. That was a great one. That's that's that was an awesome song. Yeah, but I I would listen to these tapes over and over, and you know I mean shocking, 
and I know this is surprising to everybody that I'm going to say this right now because I know most people picture of me as this, you know, picture uh, this like beacon of masculinity <laughs> and just an ob- obviously I'm not going to say like an Adonis, but you know, just a clearly a perfect a tiny Adonis. Uh, you know, obviously a very very oh. masculine man. I don't, you and don't just, ever need to say uh, Adonis and, again. And, <laughs> oh my God, Greg. And, and uh, you know, very powerful uh, presence to be. No, I was a weird ass kid. I was a really Really, really, because you grew into such a normal adult. I exactly, just, I'm so shocked. I know, and that's why people are people are going to be shocked by this. By I'm sure how they picture me. Um, no, I was a really uh, just as probably weirder weirder than I am now, and it was weird. It was weird. Now I'm going to say weird all the time. You're now. saying weird so many times. I'm saying weird so many times. Take a drink every time Greg says weird, right? Because now it's like okay, I'm nervous. I'm just talking like about this and excited. I'm just I, and he has like a busy day, but I know that he can't focus because it's all about Weird Al. Because we've been listening to Weird Al songs clearly all morning. Yeah, and it's just making us both more and more excited. Yeah, because you get like I've known that it's been coming, but like we just kind of got the tickets and then we put a pin in it because it's like all right, it's it's in a few months. Not even uh-huh. going to think about it. How is it possibly Weird Al day? Yeah. How is it, it possibly is here? Do you remember when we were all just like, let's buy tickets? We we're on a whim. We're like, we don't have too much money, but you know what? This is worth it. This is yeah. one of those things that is worth it. It is absolutely worth and it. And I'll be gosh darned. I hear those ice cream bells and I start to drool. Keep a couple quarts in my locker at school. Yeah, but chocolate's getting old. Vanilla just leaves me cold. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's just one flavor good enough for me. Don't give me no crummy taste spoon. I know what I need. Baby, I love Rocky Road. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if he'll play that or not. But I would listen to these these albums of his, and, you know, I'm not going to go too deep on it, but it was like he, between him and Pee Wee Herman, it actually made me feel okay. I was like, oh, you can, there's more people that are weird. Mm-hmm. Out there, there are strange people out there, and they're actually really entertaining, and they're really cool. And there's there's something out there for me. Like I don't have to be, you know. I I already know I'm not normal necessarily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. don't but quite... you know that you don't have to like fit in and be completely. Yeah. 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 Like everybody I, else. Exactly. And and I would listen to Weird Al, and it would be uh, you know I just listen to it over and over. And I'd memorize all the lyrics to everything. And uh, I remember even when I was a kid. Like we have this um, barn garage thing, you know, where we where we hang out. It's still there, and I remember being out there one time, and I w- would play Weird Al for my dad, and he, that was the only thing where he was like, "Huh, well, that's that's kind of funny," you know. And so he, we would listen to it. I remember my uncle coming over one time, and uh, and my dad being like, "Hey, you should you should listen to this stuff Greg's got. Where's this weird uh, this weird guy? Uh, <laughs> play some of this." So we'd play it for my uncle, and it was I don't know. I know this sounds weird. I'm, I'm it doesn't sound weird. Keep talk- it's, just- it's all right to be sentimental. This is a big day. I mean, you know, you yeah. haven't seen him ever, and he's clearly made an impact in your on your life, your entire life. Yeah, yeah. And you get to see him with your human eyeballs today. Yeah, and I get to see him perform with your today, human eyeballs. With my human eyeballs. With your human eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, and I've talked. To, I, I even talked about this uh, previously on the show, and I I've po- just posted the picture on my Facebook page. I mean, it inspired me even with my Halloween costume. I went as a weirdo one year where I put on Groucho Marx glasses and like some kind of a Letterman jacket oh thing. Oh my God, is this one with you with the tennis, tennis racket? racket? And yeah, oh. I remember creating that costume thinking this is so funny. I love this costume. This is awesome. I love it. I love, I love it. it. I love it. I love it. I'm a weirdo. Oh, everybody's going to love it. Nobody got it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nobody understood. My mom didn't understand. My poor brother in the picture going as a pirate. <laughs> he doesn't understand. Nobody got it. That Nobody explains understood. like you and Jeff to a T. Yeah. Like, even as adults, like Jeff is like, he's like very like properly attired as like a pirate. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, look at me. Whoa. I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. And that was that I was what I, I was. I too was an odd child. One of my proudest memories was when I had tried to dress as a troll doll. <laughs> and nobody else got it. And I'm just like, this is genius. Like a, tr- a troll doll, like the... Uh... Like the troll dolls with like the jewels on them. But, you know, I was wearing like clothes, but I, I had like a fake... Uh, I made like a fake jewel. Are those ones that would be like pencil stomach? toppers? Yes. Okay. Yes, I like that, that. But then I found this this bright yellow wig and I had like bobby pinned it all up to try and make my head look like a troll doll. And I was so impressed with myself <laughs> because I've really taken... I've, I took costuming seriously. Like everybody else is like, oh, I'm going to be a princess. Or, yeah. You know, something. Well, that's, like, this also explains a lot about you. And I'm like, I'm going to be a troll doll. I'm going to be a troll doll. <laughs> no, and I went and it was when I lived in Seattle and we went to my friend's grandparents' house who lived on Queen Anne Hill in this enormous mansion like it's the biggest mansion i've ever been in wow they lived on queen anne hill they for, lived on queen anne for those that don't know seattle that's a that's a fancy it's old money yeah old yeah. money and they stayed that was also a very haunted mansion i remember because we we ended up staying the night there that night that whole neighborhood seems haunted dude you walking through that neighborhood in in seattle there were like there was like a kitchen i remember there was, there was like a secondary kitchen there was like the maid's prep kitchen like it looks like oh, a kitchen geez. in a restaurant there were two different grand uh staircases wow two grand staircases two Staircases. Staircases. And so who was, was this? How were they? Uh, so this is a girl. When I went to Catholic school, I went. I lived in Seattle, which is also where I have a weird all story from. Um, but when I lived in Seattle, I went to school with a lot of well-to-do uh, people because I went to a private school. Old money Seattle people. Old money Seattle people. And the reason that we did is because my parents, you know, we'd lived in small towns and we moved to Seattle. My parents were like, all right, well, we don't want to throw you into the public school system in the scary city. So we're going to put you right. in Catholic school. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I went to Catholic school, went to, I mean, you know, and there were some like normal people like me and, and, you know, me and my family. And then there were like this, there were some super rich people. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is one of the super rich families. This girl's name was Stephanie. And yeah, I went with her to her. Stephanie. Stephanie. And I went with her, yeah, to, uh, to her parents' and grandparents' Halloween party on Queen Anne. And then we stayed the night there. And there was like apple bobbing, I remember. And I got my, my troll doll wig all. All soggy because I was trying to like apple block. So anyway, then we stayed but there. But nobody that night. understood that you were a troll doll. Nobody understood. What did they that think I you were? A troll doll. I don't know. I don't know. It was nobody really knew. I didn't know how to explain them. Just like I'm a troll doll. <laughs> I'm a troll doll. <laughs> we're not at all similar, Greg. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. I'm a troll doll. <laughs> but anyway, so it had like two grand staircases, and we ended up staying the night that night. And I remember we were uh, staying in like this, uh, you know, this giant like king size bed. You know, the big wooden bed frame and, you know, big, like, quilted blankets. And it was just, you know, really ornate, really crazy. And we would just hear someone the entire night. It was just us staying there with her grandparents, so there was nobody else there, running up and down the hallway. Just <laughs> running down, running back. We'd open the door, there's, and it would just be silent. What the and fuck? Hear, it was terrifying. That's, that's messed up. It was terrifying. It was like something out of a book, like like a Lois Duncan book. Like, we were just sitting there, it was like, okay, that's happening. And then we, I think, eventually slept, but... Ugh. Yeah. Nothing was there. Nothing Did it was there. Did it sound like a kid running back and forth? It just or? said it was just like a brrr, and it was like a and they were just like running by. And there was nobody. I've never there wasn't like an that. older sibling nope. messing with you or Nope. Ugh. She had an older sibling but she wasn't there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's creepy as hell. So anyway, that was my troll doll costume. Troll doll. But when I was in in Seattle and I was going to that same Catholic school, my mother is also a substitute teacher. Well, she was at that point. She's been a teacher and she just retired. But my mom was a substitute teacher, a Spanish teacher. And, of course, Weird Al has a lot of different kinds of songs. Mm-hmm. One of those being to the tune of Rico Suave, Taco Grande. Do you remember that song? 
Yes. Yes. Actually, here. You want me to? I, yes. Yes, I do. Um, because I was just playing a bunch of weird. Oh, I do remember Taco Grande. So, which anyway, was Rico Suave. That's what he was. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I was. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm having flashbacks. And long time listeners have talked about this before. But. Oh, my God. Taco. <laughs> oh, my God. Grande. I am like having severe flashbacks right now. Can you pause this for just a second? Uh-huh. Just, just pause it. I want you to keep playing it. But imagine a person that kind of looks like me standing in front of a bunch of sixth graders, one of whom is just, who, who is me? I'm a new kid. I'm a new kid. I'm trying to make friends. It's a small school. There are only like 30 people in my class. 30 people in the entire sixth grade class. I'm trying to make friends. I'm already weird. Everyone's gone to school since they've, um, you know, since they were in kindergarten together. I'm the first new kid that has ever been in their class. And then my mother comes in as the substitute Spanish teacher (laughs) and starts playing this song and rapping along with it and dancing. Oh, my God. That's how she introduced herself to the class? With tacos al And I've met your mom and You know she can be very Boisterous Yes well Runs in the family but I'm just picturing her dancing In front of a classroom Imagine me in 6th grade awkward as hell Like I'm so awkward I have a shitty perm I have like no friends and then everyone's just looking at me, and they're like, that's Sarah's mom. They're like, S-. That's the new girl's mom. And then they're kind of, you know, because children are cruel. And then they're yeah. kind of, like, making fun of my mom, too, while, like, I'm there. And, then like, I have this, you know, torn loyalty because I love my mom, but she's humiliating the shit out of me. Yeah. And she knows that. I've talked to her about this several times. She's like, oh, yeah, that was funny. I'm like, it was not funny. That was just mean. <laughs> but then people were like... Like mocking my mom's dances at the oh god at like oh. recess oh so Do you just replay it over and over I did for many years and then she'd do like the taco oh no yes she did that grande oh yeah oh oh my god and she would like dance with her maracas she had maracas Greg oh. she had maracas. Nipples is noting that should be in a movie in the live chat at fundamentalemploymentradio.com slash live. This is almost too awkward for a movie. It was so... Greg, is my face bright red? Yeah. I, I can feel how hot my I'm face is. I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah. I'm embarrassed for you. So anyway, I love Weird Al except for that, that goddamn song. Oh, I so hope he plays that song tonight. Oh my God. I so hope that is on there. You know what my favorite one was growing up, though? I'm totally pretending that didn't just... Do you remember this? Oh, one? yeah. Yeah, I think you just like this because. Uh, the white stuff. No, I like Oreos, and maybe I like Nuggets on the Block at the time. That, yeah, there, there we but go. It's clever. Oh, I no, like it is. It. I'm, not, I'm not denying. The white stuff. The first one was a sweet one. Second one was a blast. Soon I finished off the bag, ate them up real fast. You can see them <laughs> in my teeth. Head when I talk. Head so many in my pancreas just went in. Shark out of the white stuff, baby, in the middle of an Oreo. 
<laughs> he won't play this probably. It's been so long ago. I doubt it. I mean, but again, I don't know. I've never seen him, so so it's hard. It's hard to say. There's right, just could, there's so many. Play, sorry, we're just this is we're super excited about this. Sorry, this is just what it is. Yeah. What song? If you could hear any oh, Weird Al song, boy, don't do this to me. Any don't do Weird this. Al song in the world. If you could pick one. Do you want me to say mine first and you can have a, a second to think about it? Yeah. All right. I know mine because uh, it is one of his originals, which we just played. If you're a live listener, you heard us. Uh... Oh, yeah. This is. Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota is yeah. hands down my favorite Weird Al song. Oh, no. That's. But, but again, favorite is so. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's my favorite right the second. I don't know if I can pinpoint one. Greg, Greg looks like he's getting ready to take his SATs. That's really hard. If I had to pick one, um, boy, it's it's hard to put it down. You know what? I think probably it would be this. <laughs> Might be this. I met them in a swamp down in Dagobah. Where it bubbles all the time like a giant, giant carbonated soda. S O D A soda. Mainly because I listened to Dare to Be Stupid for like a year straight. I asked him his name and every song on here I can recite the lyrics to. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that you were going to pick. Oh, whoops, it's still playing, sorry. Oh, boy. This is good. No, I, I like this song. Can you honestly hear came... American Pie and go like, and not say bye-bye, this her Anakin guy, maybe Vader someday later, and it oh. was just a small fry? That's all I hear in my head. Absolutely. Hear that song. The only thing for me, for this song, it came a little bit later. Oh, you know, I was a little older when it when it came around. You're more old school, Weird Al. No, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm saying if I had to pick one song, it's probably one from when I was really young. Yeah. You know, that's that's probably what I would go for. But that's they're all great. They're all good songs. They're they're just good. He's a talented musician. Um Oh man, yeah. Anyway. I'm oh just gosh. I'm I'm really, really this, excited. This does begin the summer of Greg. Yeah. Yeah, it's the summer of Greg. With I the, mean, with summer's the finally kind of kicked off. The hot weather is now here. Your yeah. concerts are beginning. Yep. So we got this summer. I'm going to get to see Weird Al in two weeks' time. Guns and Roses. Oh my! How is that in two weeks? Two weeks and oh a day. God. Two weeks and a day. Guns and Roses, and then Project Pabst uh, Music Fest Northwest is going to be here, in which going to get to see Ice Cube. Who I've never seen in concert, and Ween, who I've only seen live once, and that was kind of my the music of I don't know my my twenties. Like Ween, I just mm. I fucking love Ween, I'm- and because they're strange and bizarre, kind of kind of along the lines of Weird Al, um, they're just strange. And I'm excited too because not only do I get to see. Guns N' Roses. Yep. And also, of course, Weird Al Tonight and then Project Paps, which I'm super excited about. The day after Guns N' Roses, I'm actually going to go to Warp Tour, which I'm super excited about because Less Than Jake and Real Big Fish are playing. Ooh. Which you know how excited I, I am you about are. that. I listen to my Real Big Fish Pandora station every day. I'm not going to lie. So it's like basically 
me 20 years ago being very excited about a band that I loved 20 years ago. See, that's awesome. I'm excited. And we yeah. actually might have some uh, tickets to give away, too, for Warp Tour. Sweet. So that's happening the day after. So I think that's uh, the, the Saturday after. 13th. So it's the 13th. We're seeing Guts and Roses on August 12th at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> Is that exactly the time? Is that the approximate time? Yes. Are you sure? Well, that's the time. Are you sure? 7.30. I think it's 7.30 p.m. I'm Oh, my sure. God, Greg. Don't look it up. I'm I was just messing with I, you. I wanted to make sure. Yeah. And uh, appearing with them will probably either be uh, my guess. Who's going to appear with Guns N' Roses when they, when they perform? God, no. I sure as hell hope <laughs> I not. I just said that for you. Oh, oh my God. Candlebox. I kind of hope that it's Candlebox. Oh, I hate Candlebox <laughs> so much. Uh, no, I think it'll probably... Mm, I think it's going to be Chris Cornell. Do you think so? Or... Um, Don't set your hopes up too high, though. He could be out of like... Or Jerry Cantrell will come out. Actually, maybe Jerry Cantrell. That seems like it would be more likely. From Allison Chains. Anyway, that's speculating about something two weeks from now. Weird Al is today, is tonight. If you're going to be going, um, post something to us on Twitter. Let us know. Yeah, and we'll if, you have any, if you have any hookups, we will give you all of the swag in the world if, if we get a chance to meet Weird Al. Yeah, that's that's the one interview. Uh, I'm we are get... not below. Yeah, we are not below bribery. Like, no. What, if you have any poll or you know anybody who has any poll, yeah, and you can get Greg and I to meet him. Yeah. Like, you don't I've even been need try- an interview just to meet him. That's I have fine. been trying, yeah, like for a week to try and figure out, like finagle some way. But his his tours have has him like bouncing around everywhere. So he's in town today. Today's the day, Greg. Yeah, we've got to get this done. We've got to make it happen. I mean, I just like to shake the man's hand. That's that's. I'm it. sure everybody. I know it sounds super greedy because everybody wants to shake his hand. But I know. I know. I'm just putting it out there. But yeah, if if, if it's possible, great. Um, also, if you're going to be at the concert tonight and you see us, uh, please say hello. Yes. Please say hi. I already know what I'm going to be wearing. I have bright red hair, and I'm going to be wearing a bandana, a bandana print, like, white dress thing. I already picked up my outfit because I'm really excited, Greg. Ooh. What are you going to wear? I, I don't know. I'm going to be working, like, right up until the moment we leave. Uh-oh. So uh, it's probably going to be whatever I can throw on. Okay. Um, I, don't, right. I don't really have my an outfit planned out. I'm not really... I'm going to wear shorts and a shirt. I saw how much you I planned your outfit much. for the Fun Employment Radio prom. Well, that's different. You planned an outfit. That well, yeah, that was for the prom. This is for Weird Al. This is a huge. This is a momentous occasion. Yeah. What if you get the chance to meet him? It's going to be, and you get a picture with him. Like, what shirt are you going to wear? What shirt is going to be? In, I'm just saying, it's a big, big, big. Oh big Jesus! If. Now you're giving me something else to worry about. Like, do you want it to be a brand? Do you want it to be a Fun Employment Radio shirt? Do you want it to be like a collar shirt? But then you're probably going to sweat through it. Are you going to wear? I'll shorts, wear a Fun Employment Radio shirt, but then I'm wearing a Fun Employment Radio hat. That seems like over. No, that's not overkill. It's that's not overkill. No, we believe in us. All right, I'll wear the whole uniform. See, there you go. Now you have p- figured out your outfit. Okay. <laughs> don't you I don't better? mean it. I don't mean it's overkill to wear a hat and a shirt. I just mean since it's since your my face, face on you're both. wearing like multiple things with yeah. your face on them. Yeah. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. It's Weird Al Day. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, well, we're talking about how we are traveling to Seattle in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You didn't even make I, a comment. No, I'm not going to say it again. Okay. Last time I made fun of you for it, you got all worked up about it. All worked up like a you lady. You all worked yeah. up. You all... Well, we're going to be headed to Seattle, of course, in uh, in a couple of weeks. And maybe we'll bump into this guy. So this came out today... I think this happened, okay, so this happened on Monday. The report's just coming out today. Monday. Uh, Seattle police say a man toting an improvised spear was arrested after not hurting anybody, An improvised mind you. spear? An improvised spear, mind you, has been arrested after throwing a batarang 
at a police vehicle. Do you know what a batarang is? Yeah, I own a batarang. Thank you, Aaron Duran, by the way, who got me a batarang years ago. I have a batarang. It stays in a little box next to my bed in case I ever need to wake up and... Can you explain what a batarang is? Because it sounds creepy when you say you have something that Aaron gave you that stays in a little box next to your bed. Oh, wait. That, that does sound kind of odd yeah, it in sounds, that way. That no, strange. it's for defense. Defense. Um, no, it's a batarang is what Batman uses. This version, it's kind of like... It's kind of like a throwing star, only the blades fold in like a pocket knife, so you can fold each one out. It's like three curved blade pocket knives, so you pop, pop, pop all three of them out, and then you go. That's you not what like this is. Star. This is a Batman. Oh, he has the one that's shaped like a. Yes. Like like a bat. Like okay. a Batman, a Batman style throwing star. That's what it says. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm confusing them. Which one he got me? I think you have one of the Batman ones too. Yeah, it's a Batman. No, I don't have. I don't have the full. One that's shaped like a bat. He got you something dangerous that you shouldn't have. Oh, sure. But I don't know if it's the same thing. But yeah, so this guy Maybe wielded, I messed it up. I'm sure I'll, I'll be schooled on that. It's night. an improvised spear that he put at the end of like one of those, you know, like the things that Batman pulls out of his... He's like, and yeah, they're it, shaped like, like a bat. It's like a bat-shaped throwing star. That's it. Yeah. We got it. That's okay. a bat-shaped then throwing star. Then I'm sorry, star. then which one? Oh, I have a glaive. Boy, I just messed Greg, this all up. you're getting distracted. No, I, I'm making sure I had that right. I need to clarify this before the emails start coming in telling me what a moron I am. Uh, I have a glaive. Whoops. Either way, it's badass and it stays next to my bed. Well, the Seattle Police Department says officers responded on Monday evening to a report of a man swinging around a homemade spear on Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill's gone so downhill. And this is just... Capitol Hill, I thought, was the cool place. It used to be, man. But uh, what's happening in Portland... It's all Seattle talk. But what's happening in Portland right now happened to Seattle like 10 years ago. Like, I've seen how yeah. much Seattle's changed. So, I mean, and I see our future, and it's just, it's not good. Yeah. But anyway, Capitol Hill, yeah, it still has a couple a couple of fun places to go to. However, it's kind of overcome by, overrun by douches. Wait, wait, so a man on Capitol Hill was swinging a homemade spear with a knife tied to the end of the metal pole at a bouncer at a Capitol Hill bar. Now, officers pursued the fleeing suspect, uh, who they noticed threw an object at a police SUV while running from the scene. Police were able to catch up with the 23-year-old man wielding the spear and discovered the object he had thrown was a batarang, described <laughs> as a sharp, black, Batman-style throwing star. The object, he actually threw it successfully, it was embedded in the lower front end of the vehicle. Wow. He actually embedded that shit. Uh, so the man was caught and booked into King County Jail on a uh, felony assault charge, and police say they're also seeking weapons and obstruction charges against the suspect. That's pretty cool. I can't believe I confused a batarang with a glaive. I, I really feel Seriously, bad about you've got to move forward. I mean, I play Arkham Knight and Arkham Asylum and I should really know better. Yeah, you should be humiliated. I'm a little you disappointed in myself over that. And I feel like I've learned a lesson today. Don't Can conf- we move forward? Don't confuse batarangs with glaives. I just I wanted to get that out there. I I know I was wrong. You done? I'm full of shame. Yeah, good. Okay. You done? Yeah, well, I'll move on. I don't know if I'm, I'll ever get over it, but I'll move on. I mean, you have to, don't you, at some point? A Florida man. But, I mean, really, I should have known the difference. Dateline Orlando, Florida. A Florida man has been arrested. However, he didn't really do anything wrong, which is kind of suspect because he's a Florida man. Which kind of threw I me off I just assume he has done something Right? Wrong. And I think that might have been the confusion in this case. He tried well, to he bit someone or... No, well, a Florida man was arrested when masturbated police... Masturbated somewhere. <laughs> no, he didn't do those Publicly. Things. Furiously. With a, with a pool tool or something. Both publicly and furiously. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the Florida uh-huh. way. 
you got to do it. Hashtag the Florida way. Right. Uh, Florida man has been arrested when uh, after police confused donut glaze for methamphetamine. I mean, can you blame them? It's donut good. glaze. Donut glaze. Let me tell you how this happened. So a Florida man has been arrested, or was arrested, when police found suspected crystal meth on his floorboard. However, the man was cleared weeks later when the substance was tested and revealed to be donut glaze. So the police report uh, said an officer was staking out a 7-Eleven store for su- uh, suspected drug activity. Pulled over a man uh, by the name of Daniel Rushing, 64 years young. Uh, so he was leaving the store and he was pulled over after failing to make a complete stop before pulling out of the parking lot and driving 42 miles uh, per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. So, uh, so let's see. So the corporal, who's an eight-year veteran of the department, said uh, that she asked Rushing to exit his vehicle when she noticed a concealed carry permit in his wallet and he did confirm that he had a gun. The officer took note of a, quote, rock-like substance on the floorboard where his feet were. Uh, she said, I recognize through my 11 years of training and experience as a law enforcement officer that the substance had to be some sort of narcotic. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a little, that's even more embarrassing. Yeah. You're bragging about how you could find it. So she was really proud of herself. So, yeah, she recognized through her 11 years of training and experience. That it was a narcotic. Uh, so he consented to a search of his car, and officers found three more pieces of the suspicious <laughs> substance, which the driver identified clearly, repeatedly, as glaze from a Krispy Kreme donut that he had been eating earlier. I kept telling them, no, that's glaze from a donut I was eating. They kept trying to say it was crack cocaine, and they said, no, it's meth, it's crystal meth. He kept saying that it was glaze. The report confirms that Rushing did indeed tell them it was a donut glaze. So they uh, conducted two roadside tests that came back positive for illegal substances. Oh, I guess well, maybe he was. Okay, oh, so was maybe there he something did. Else? So it was donut glaze, but maybe he was high on meth. Okay. But you know, donut glaze. So I guess he was a Florida man after all. Okay, so he did do something wrong. I guess he did do something. Wait, he said that he was taken. Wait, officers can. Let me read this. Right, maybe you can clear this up for us. Me, yeah. Do you want to talk more about your batarang, or are you good on that? Now that you brought it back up, I thought officers we conducted from it. two roadside tests. Okay, that came back I positive. Don't, I don't own a batarang. I own a glaive, and that's what I where I was wrong. All right, so they came back positive for illegal substances. Never mind. It doesn't say that he he was not on meth. Sorry, this is poorly written. And then proceeded <laughs> to take. I'm so confused. What? Officers conducted two roadside tests on rushing. They said that he they came back positive for illegal substances. Don't say which ones. Then they proceeded oh. to take him to county jail on a methamphetamine possession charge for the glazed donut no. crumbs on the on the ground. Now roadside test. What what do you mean by that? It like just a says officers conducted two roadside tests that came back positive for illegal substances. The only thing that oh, he illegal. was booked in was methamphetamine possession charge, which turns out to just be the donut glaze. Okay, if officers conducted two roadside tests that came back positive, was there? Equipment showing that it was meth and not no, because it says all charges were dropped several weeks they... later when a Florida Department of Law Enforcement crime lab indeed confirmed that he had been telling the officers the truth and that it was donut glaze. So now Rushing has hired an attorney to seek damages from the city, as well he should. Yeah, it does not say. It seems like that's something thrown in two roadside tests that came up positive for illegal substances. So that seems like somebody's trying to like cover their tracks a little. That's that's what exactly what that sounds like. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, and the, well, the test came back positive, so we had right to, uh, yeah, that's somebody trying to cover their tracks. Yeah, well, now he is suing them because he didn't do anything wrong, so good for him. Oh, yeah. He said, I don't want this to happen to anybody else. I got arrested for no reason at all. So be careful when you're eating your donuts in your car, apparently, because it looks like crack. So now we know what crack looks like, at least. Hmm. Looks like donut glaze. Okay, all right. 
A woman with 11 years of law enforcement experience yeah. knows that it is. Hmm. I wonder if that's how they make crack in movies. With donut glaze? Yeah. Delicious, delicious sugary crack. <laughs> I'm going to eat all that crack. All right. Um, this is a woman after my own heart. It kind of made me laugh out loud because as soon as I saw this, I realized that this is kind of something that I might have done, but not taking it to this extreme. However, it's something I've talked about on the show today, or the show before. So a United Kingdom woman is now trying to launch a legal bid against her neighbor to ban them from cooking smelly, spicy food. She's trying to get her neighbors to not be able to cook smelly, spicy food. You mean like the fish neighbor? Like the fish neighbor. Like the fish neighbor. This is, but she's crossed the pond. This is my, this is my hey, friend across the pond. Yeah, this would be somebody just like you. Yeah, so, uh, yes, this, a British woman has launched a legal bid to ban her neighbors from cooking food. Now, her name is Busybody Joanna Louise. Joanna Louise from Wandsworth is also looking for compensation as she claims the strong, overwhelming vapor of hot chilies from the flat above her home is causing her distress. Oh, distress. Joanna Louise insists the fumes constrict her airways and burn her windpipe and permeate her home for up to eight hours. Well, how much is this woman cooking? Is this woman just being a busybody? I don't know if she's a busybody. Or does she have a a legitimate concern? I think she has a legitimate concern. I mean, she's taking her to court. So she's now suing at London's high court, hoping to force her neighbor's landlords to take action and to net damages against her neighbors. So, uh, in How her often are they cooking? Well, let's find out. Uh, in her testimony, Joanna Louise says that she has lived in the Victorian house, which has been converted into flats in leafy Geraldine Road, Warnsworth, for almost 40 years. 40 years! Wow, so one-bedroom flats uh, go for 500,000 pounds, while That's houses in that money. area of, uh, are about 3 million pounds. Jesus. Flat, so, so she's basically... Paid- yeah, so it's not an apartment. So it's a Three flat that a she owns. Dollars? Yeah, so it's a flat that she owns in the uh, in a Victorian house that had been converted into like separate apartments. And the flat goes for five hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, one one bedroom. You're flat. living in a converted house, and the little section you're in is five hundred thousand pounds. That's that, that is, is the best of my knowledge. Yes, London is very expensive. Yeah, I remember when I lived there twenty years ago. About like the flats across the street from my house were um, like ten thousand pounds a week because we lived Jesus. in yeah but we lived we like my school was in a really fancy area because it was like where Madonna lived like in the area like I wasn't that fancy but the places were yeah and these little kids would like come out they look like um, like little you know British dolls because they have like little like bonnets on and mummy hats. yeah there were ten thousand pounds mummy dearest ten thousand pounds a week a week. So that's probably about, so maybe this is like a kind of that same thing, because they weren't that big, but well, they were like right off of Kensington High Street. It's 10000 a week. I guess that's kind of a deal. Yeah. So London is, yeah, very, very expensive. So anyway, so one bed flats, 500,000 pounds. So uh, Joanna Louise says that three years ago, new neighbors moved in upstairs and since Christmas of 2014 have been causing overwhelming, pungent, toxic fumes from their cooking of hot chilies. Which permeate her home. They're cooking their hot chilies. And she argues that the production of this uh, ought to be, uh, so the production of making all that spicy food ought to be classified as antisocial behavior. I mean, I will say. I kind say, of concur. If, if my neighbor kept cooking fish every day, I would, I would be pretty upset. As you were when and you wrote a note. Joanna Louise is a lady. She's held her tongue for three years. Have you, uh, 
her constricted airway tongue. Oh. Do you? S- yeah, I see a lot of similarities here with you. Now, do you think that she? So her last name's Cridlin. They call her Miss Cridlin. Joanna Louise Cridlin. I'm going to call her Miss Cridlin. Miss Cridlin. Miss Cridlin says in the writ, which is like the write-up, mm-hmm. that she suffers from respiratory problems and that the spicy wafting above her flat is making her life a living hell. Because of the pungent smells enjoyed to, or the, the pungent the pungent smells and food enjoyed so much by her neighbors, she said she is, whoa, choked in her sleep on several occasions. And staggered to her balcony gasping oh, for air. Oh, oh, After the chilly fumes. Sounds a rust. little dramatic. She says the pungent smell is overwhelming and describes her situation as torture. I mean. Now she is suing the house. It housing. does sound very annoying, but uh, this might be a bit of an exaggeration. Yes, it's torture. Oh, staggering. She's just clawing her way to the balcony. Oh, Nails just, uh, digging into the into the expensive maple wood floor. Oh, well, she is suing uh, Miss Cridlin is suing Viridian Ms. Housing, Cridlin. who are the landlords of both her and the stinky neighbors, in a bid to force them to take action. So the landlords have ignored her legitimate appeal for help. Miss Cridlin also claims that Viridian Housing are responsible for raised level of carbon monoxide in her home due to failures to make boiler repairs, which Wait. are also causing her to well, have She's just problems. got a lot of issues going on here. I really feel like maybe she kind of like stepped over. Like she could have gone to the thing of like talking to them instead of going right. Oh, to really? The- I wonder if there's anybody else in this room Actually, who would you're have right. that I'm, issue. I'm totally Miss Cridlin. You are Miss Cridlin. I would totally take it to court. A passive-aggressive note on a wall, rather than try to speak with them. Well, yeah, well, that girl was kind of a bitch. She's always yelling at her, but they were always like screaming at each other. Remember? Yeah, and then they were cooking their hot fish. And they were cooking hot fish and screaming, and then yeah. more screams, and then more hot fish. It was awful. I'm so glad that she's gone. All right, so she asked. She said that the landlords are in breach of their duty of care by not reacting strongly enough to her complaints. She's also seeking damages from them at a loss of earnings and personal injury. Now, uh, Viridian's housing defense claims to uh, were not available from the court, and Miss Cridlin's neighbors are not being sued Ms. individually. Miss Cridlin here. The I'm contents, very upset. The contents of the writ have yet to be testified in evidence before a judge. Oh. Miss Cridlin. And finally, Greg, I have a story that made me smile, and it's about a little thing called shipwreck cheese. <laughs> have you ever heard of chip? Have you seen uh, this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> shipwreck cheese. Greg, wine, meats, cheeses, these are all things that taste wonderful after they've been aged quite a bit. Are you giving me some lessons? Are these food lessons? Are but you how old do you think, uh, how much aging do you think is too much aging? Say, it's 340 years old? Too much aging for a delicious cheese? I don't know. How long That's are you... That's the question. 340-year-old shipwreck cheese, Greg. They found 340-year-old shipwreck cheese. Well, I mean, they have had the butter that they found that was like 2,000 years old. Yeah, like but that was like in a ago. bog. That was like bog yeah, butter like in like Irish Ireland. Bog Irish bog butter. Irish bog butter does not sound like <laughs> something you should ingest. Now, this is, this is shipwreck cheese. This is 340-year-old shipwreck cheese. Where well, Where's this shipwreck at? I'm so glad that you asked me. Uh, divers exploring the Kronen, which is a historic royal shipwreck off the coast of Sweden, recently found gold coins, a diamond <gasps> ring. I just remember my dream last night. It was all night. Was it a shipwreck? No, it was about Sweden. Oh, oh that's so weird. Maybe okay. you're supposed to eat shipwreck cheese. No, I'll say what it is here in a minute and just 
get your thoughts. Mine okay. was absolutely fucking terrifying last night, and I don't even want to say it because it was the scariest dream I've had in well, a long time. Well, then don't, don't I'm not say going it. To. All right. Well, listen to my shipwreck cheese. Okay. Uh, so uh, divers exploring the Kronen. Uh, on the coast of Sweden, uh, recently found gold coins, a diamond ring, and what they believe is a sizable hunk of old cheese, according to Sweden's Evening Post. They discovered uh, the odorous cheese inside of a black tin jar on the seabed and described it as smelling like cheese. Okay, all right. That was very descriptive. Yes, yeah, it smells like they're, cheese. They're, more, they're very wordsmithy, yeah. these divers. Uh, a researcher named Lars Innerson said, uh, it's a pretty good guess that it's some kind of dairy product, and we think it's cheese. It looks a bit like some kind of granular Roquefort cheese. It's been in the mud, so it's reasonably well-preserved, but at the same time, it has been at the bottom of the sea for 340 years. So the Cronin sank in an explosion during the battle against Danish-Dutch forces on June 1st, 1676. Uh, researchers have gleaned a lot of information from the wreck, finding more than 20,000 items uh, linked to the vessel since its rediscovery in 1980. So once the cheese has been properly analyzed, they hope it'll provide more information about what life will be, what life was like on the uh, ship in the 17th century. However, they haven't said whether or not they're going to taste it. Would you? Would you taste it? Uh, I don't know if that's something I would do. That if you seems knew like that you something. Going to, if you knew that, like it wasn't poisonous and you wouldn't die or get like a serious ailment. That seems like more like something that you would do. You're the cheese lover. You have the cheese tooth here. I do have a cheese tooth. You've got a hardcore cheese tooth. Cheese I, is really good. I mean, if they said it was safe, would you eat it? Would you try it? Probably. 340 years old. I mean, yeah, I maybe, yeah, yeah. I like cheese. Yeah, I'd try it. I'd try it. If I knew I wasn't going to die and I wouldn't get like some sort of like worms. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants worms. Well, maybe there's a small risk of worms. There's a small risk of worms? I mean, could be. Cheese worms. There aren't such things as cheese worms. Cheese worms happen if you leave cheese out of the fridge I can for tell too long. when you're lying. You're lying. No, when it's, no, when it, I mean, if it's stored in a cool environment, it's fine. But yeah, if you leave cheese... Like, out for a couple hours without refrigerating it, there's the, always the possibility that cheese worms could hatch. What about Irish bog cheese? Would you eat that? No. No. I'm not going to eat anything that starts with Irish bog. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't do Irish bog cheese. I, I think I'd probably try shipwreck cheese. Yeah. There you have it. And again, you've seen our limits of what we will and will not eat. Well, yeah. Greg's just real classy over there. Yep. I don't think I'd do it. Okay. All right, there you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Too worried about cheese worms. Stop saying cheese worms. Cheese worms. That's what happens. Have you ever left cheese out for too long? Like on a counter? No. I respect my cheese. I mean, I'll leave brie out. Like, I like to. I like like a good room temperature brie. I won't leave it out for, like, days, but I'll leave it out for, you know, like, I'll let it get, you know, like, I'll Wait. take it out of the fridge and let it sit for, like, a, you know, like, half hour, hour before I eat it. I Which eaten means you're lying. You've let it sit out for like hours. No, I have not. I'm afraid of. You know how afraid I am of expired dairy. Of cheese worms. Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm not of cheese worms. I'm very. I have. I'm very phobic of eating or drinking something like dairy expired products. Thing. Yeah. Let me just say this: If Sarah ever comes over to your house, I'm sorry, and, and I don't mean to do this. I'm, it's so rude. I don't and, mean to do it. And milk is involved in something, or like because she's come over before and we'll make something while we're working on crap, and uh, she will take. 
your milk out of your fridge and smell it. I smelled it once when I was making us something because it's like, all right, I'm going to make like I, I can't remember what I was making. Something that needed some milk. And, mac and cheese. Probably. And it said probably mac and cheese. And Greg's like, oh, I think I have a little bit of milk. And it said that it didn't expire until the next day. And I smelled it. And it smelled funky as hell. And I'm like, I'm so glad I smelled it because it didn't say that it expired. You just look at the date. No. And then I poured it and it was chunky because there's something wrong with the milk. It had chunks in it. And it said, that's why you always smell the milk. It had chunks in it. Chunks. Rude. Whatever. Anyway. And I had to throw no. away all the macaroni and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that's so dumb. There's no need to do that. But anyway. Um, no, the dream I had last night. So, I'm sorry. That just really struck me because it was so strange. Uh, the dream I had last night was I went to Sweden. And I was staying there in a small, like, cottage I was towards the bottom of Sweden, not far up north, but it was towards the bottom, but it was still really cold. It was during winter. It was really vivid. And I stayed in this cabin. Uh, People spoke Swedish, but I understood what was going on. Like, I don't speak Swedish, but I understood. And I was in a town called Revna. It was R-E-V-N-A. And I know because they showed me on a map. And they showed me where I was. And they showed me where Stockholm was. And I wasn't by Stockholm. Like Stockholm was like a couple hundred hundred miles away. And we were using um, like horse and buggy style transportation on these really snowy roads. Ew. And and yeah, and I was there and we had candlelight and um, and this lasted most of the night. And then there were a couple of people who were going to go to Stockholm and they wanted to know if I wanted to go. And I, I didn't. I didn't want to go because I thought it was too risky. Because it was so far and it was so, like a blizzard outside. I'm like, no, I don't want to go a couple hundred miles. miles so this, this is your whole dream all night? Just well, that traveling? stuff and then just, yeah, inter- interacting with all of these people that were there. Weird. Well, and, there isn't a Revna Sweden. I was just There isn't? Nope. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it was Not really so strange. It was so strange. But anyway, that was my dream. That was it. That's all I had. Mine involved a giant mechanical octopus that ate a bunch of people. Oh my god! That's it was it was a awful. mechanical octopus. It was like it was like a ride gone Mechapus? gone bad, and I was stuck in the water next to it, and it was and it's Octobot. big giant like octobot. <gasps> I know what it's from. I know what it's from. That's why because that commercial scared the shit out of me. Uh, there was some golf game on, and there's uh, it's like some commercial for like a credit card or something, and it's showing like a like a golf course, and there's like the water, like the pond in the middle, and all of a sudden this giant octopus comes out. Have you seen that? Mm. Like it starts like picking up golfers and stuff. Like it's supposed to be a kooky commercial, and it scared the shit out of me. I don't me. think I I've seen day. it. It's terrifying. Like this giant octopus comes out of this tiny pond, and then it like starts like picking people up. That's exactly where that came from. Because I was stuck in the water with this giant like mechanical arm, like octopus thing. And it had eaten some people, and I was trying to get out of the water. It was awful. That's that's horrifying. I've always had a fear of octopuses. I don't I don't like them. Yeah. Too too many arms. <laughs> There's too many arms. Too many arms. No, one of my first nightmares involved octopuses that I I still can see vividly. And it was from when I was like ten. I don't like them. All right, I'm glad that Whoa. I pinpointed that. Yeah, yeah. So found that in the chat. Eddie just put it in the chat. It's good. That's exactly what it looked like in my dream. It was fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's that's awful. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah, and I was stuck in the water, by the way, and I was trying to swim to the shore before it hits me with its giant tentacles. <laughs> oh, it was awful. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's stop talking about it. Weird Al tonight. Weird Al is tonight. Oh, my God. Yes, indeed. Um, I want to say... My friend came up with the best hashtag, too, for uh, the show, so we'll, we'll be posting about it. 
So if you want to follow our adventures, it's hashtag make Portland weird Al or keep Portland weird Al. So which one is it? Keep Portland, like the keep Portland weird, uh-huh. but keep Portland weird Al. It's an awful long hashtag. It's not that long of a hashtag. I mean, that takes up like half your characters on a tweet, but okay. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful people, and we appreciate it so, so much. Um... Yeah? Yeah, that was about it. Okay. About I was all like, I had. What yeah, I'm sorry. Say? I was all thinking right. about something. Oh, I just got a message here. There is a place called Regna, Sweden, that is at the bottom and is a couple hundred miles from Stockholm. Oh, we'll investigate more tomorrow. That's weird. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Keep Portland Weird Al hashtag something. Yes. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more Network. Fun Employment Radio. Back up.